Welcome to the SBP Podcast, episode 34. I'm your host, Susie Botello, and you're listening to the voice of mobile film. Our statistics are showing that you're listening to us in over 50 countries around the world, and that's good news. Using the smartphone camera to share stories by making videos seems to be the default because more and more people are naturally using the camera that they have in their pocket, in their hand at the moment to, show, to shoot video. There may be more people using their phones to share videos than with any other camera right now. Even if you have another camera, you may not always have it with you. So a lot of us take photos with our friends and family, but now more people are shooting video as well. Now, as your host, I want to thank all of you who have taken the time to listen to our podcasts, to subscribe, and to rate it too. If you have not already, you know it's free, but what you may not know is that subscribing and rating it would help us reach more people like you. Our guest today won third place at the International Mobile Film Festival in San Diego. I'm pretty excited to share her with you. She came out to San Diego from Australia. Her name is Norelle Nash, and her film is titled The Actor. Now, this is a really fun conversation about her as an actor, and now she's a mobile filmmaker, too. She discusses and shares some economical ways to get your films done. Her film award is another example of how a great film idea shot with a phone can get you awards and even a bit of fame. Her award in our film festival got her some publicity back home, too. Now, before we talk with Norell, I want to point out that we started a community movement for the mobile film industry. During each film festival over the last few years, I've had people point out to me how cool it was to connect with others online and in person. Some of you who are listening know who you are. (laughs) Uh, There are some pioneers who connected in person for the first time at our film festival in 2016. And also there were some last year, which was super exciting for me. I personally have met many people online, in person, over the phone, and even on social media who are part of this industry. Not just filmmakers, but others who have an entity that's focused on mobile film. You know, like gear, apps, uh, blogs, all that. So finally, after working on a plan on how best to, you know, organize a community, basically, um, I've been doing that for a couple years, planning it. And finally, I launched it on June 21st. So um, here's, here's how this works. Using the hashtag Mobilize Stories, it's unique to the community and the mobile film movement, will tell everyone that you have or that you are open to connect, to support, learn, share, and inspire, and be inspired too. Join the movement using the hashtag, and you can either continue to do what you do while you're using the hashtag, or you can get involved. Now, we also launched a monthly contest where each month it will have a unique theme. The contest is part of the International Mobile Film Festival that takes place each year and will connect you and give you opportunities to be a part of it. Of course, this monthly contest is pretty much pushing the mobile film uh, movement, so you'll have to shoot it with your smartphone. 
Now, okay, um, we have a website, um, and uh, we have some social media to share with you. So the um, what we want you to do is we want you to connect with us and share this hashtag, Mobilize Stories. That's all one word. When we find you online, uh, we will either like it, we'll retweet it, we'll share it, and we'll just provide general support for you. Um, and that one of the ways to do that is to, you know, hook up with us <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can do that. Uh, they all have the same uh, username, uh, the same the same handle, whatever you want to call it or refer to it, at Mobilize Stories. The website is www.mobilizestories.com, and there's a lot of information in there about some events that we're going to be uh, taking part in in case you wanted to attend. If you happen to be near the event uh, location, come and say hi to me. Um, or if you wanted to enter that contest, all the rules are on the website there. And um, yeah, just just hook up with us, connect. Let's, uh, let's have some fun and let's um, show support and inspire each other. Okay, so are you ready to meet Norell? Let's go. We're here with uh, Norell Nash, who actually won third place on the film festival, the International Mobile Film Festival in San Diego last April. How you doing? Hi, Susie. Hi, everyone. Nice to be talking to you. Yeah. Where are you today? Are you still in Australia? Because I know you do a yes. little traveling. You're in yes, Australia. Yes, I'm in Sydney. Yeah, well, I've been working. Well, I had to go to a meeting this morning, and I've been working I'm in my bedroom in Sydney today, so it's in the middle of winter, you guys, so it's a little bit cold, but um, yeah, it's um, sunny though, so we can't complain. Wow, that's awesome. You know, we, we're, I forget about that sometimes. Australia and New Zealand, um, are, we're not really opposites as far as people are concerned, but when it comes to weather, like you guys have your winter, so wait a minute, so in December, you celebrate Christmas, right? Christmas, very hot, yes. <laughs> yeah, so Santa Claus. <laughs> There's no winter wonderland in Australia at Christmas. Yeah, it's like beach weather, barbecue weather. Yeah, very hot. Well, you could still get some white sand, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So it was a little bit cool here this weekend as well. So I guess we're kind of matching you, although I'm sure not not to that extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so she's in Australia, we're in San Diego and we're, we're, you know, gotta love technology. Um, wanted to talk to Norell about, uh, her experience at the film festival, especially because she won third place. Yay. 
<laughs> Very <laughs> exciting moment. We'll insert an applause, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, the other thing is your film, she won with a comedy, which is a tough thing to to achieve is, is a comedy because of the timing and everything. Um, but, of course, she shot this with the iPhone 7, correct? That's correct. And the film was called The Actor. But before mm -hmm. we talk about that, Norel, would you share with everyone how you even uh, came to shoot a film with your phone in the first place? And a little bit sure. about your background so people can realize that even though you're winning awards around the world with your film and shooting with your iPhone, you're still a human being and they may be able to connect with you. Maybe you can inspire someone In your very shoes. much a human being. <laughs> yes, sure, <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, so um, I I'm an actor by by trade, um, uh, and at the time that I sort of started getting the idea for this film, I was a very frustrated actor. I was tired of sort of sitting at home waiting for the phone to ring. I was feeling unfulfilled creatively, and I, you know, I'd sort of had little seeds planted about you know the idea that I could make a film or we could you know you know. Everyone sort of says, you know, actors should create their own content when they're when they're not big and all of that. But I didn't have the first clue about how to go about that. And the biggest thing that held me back was the idea that I did not have any access to expensive, fancy equipment. And even if I did have access to it, I did not know how to use it. So I was just scrolling through Facebook one day and um, something popped up. Feed. I, I don't even know how or why. It must have been divine intervention. And it was an article from one of the Duplass brothers who have, um, you know, a bunch of television shows on, on Netflix and documentaries and such. And the tagline to the article was, there's no excuse not to be making films with your friends on the weekends. And so that sort of hit me right between the eyes and I opened up and read the article. Basically, that was sort of my first real introduction to the idea of smartphone filmmaking, that I could make a film on a smartphone that, you know, that uh, other – sort of established filmmakers are making them on a smartphone. And not only that, but, the, you know, sort of the add-on to that was that I could make a film and that it could go somewhere, that a festival would actually accept my, you know, made film. This is a revelation to me. I didn't, you know, I didn't know that it would be something that would be taken seriously. So once I, that sort of planted the seed, then I started thinking about the kind of stories I wanted to tell. And then I thought, well, uh, write what you know. <laughs> so I know about being an actor. So uh, then it just became about writing from experience, talking to my actor friends about the experiences they've had, and then I found that there was a lot of comedy gold in that, in the experiences that we go through. And so, yeah, that's how it came about. I just cast my friends. We shot it at one of their homes in one day, you know, the same location and all on an iPhone. And, yeah, the rest is history. Everything that happened after that is another story, but that's how I got started. You know, um, I I remember when you were talking during the Q&A and you were, uh, people were asking you and you were answering questions about the actors and um, whether you had a script because it was just, you yeah. got a great reaction from the film. People were just laughing their heads off and they practically stood up to applaud it, you know. Um, it was very heartwarming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I wanted you to talk about that because some people, it, they may, sometimes people go, yeah, I've got this great idea for a movie. I've got the phone in my pocket, but I don't know if I can write a, an entire screenplay. I don't know if I can get people oh, yeah. to memorize lines, you know, mm -hmm. just things like that maybe you can help with. Sure. Okay, well, I mean, 
I, I I did write a script. There was there was definitely you know characters and with with dialogue. However, it wasn't all filled in. Um, I certainly think with comedy, especially, it allows for improvisation. I also knew exactly who I was going to work with. They were friends who were also actors, so I had that, you know, uh, to my advantage. So I, I actually kind of wrote the roles for them. I played to their strengths. I also knew that they were talented and they were to improvise on the day. So yeah, and what you know, what ended up coming in the film was things that 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 came out out on the day. So. My film was very much a collaborative process. Um, not all directors like to work that way, but I would advise it. Um, at the end of the day, especially if you're a first-time filmmaker, you know, the input of others is invaluable. And if you're thinking, you know, she probably she's an actor, so she probably has lots of friends that, you know, she could have potentially called upon for this, but I, I don't know any actors. I guarantee you all you have to do is join a couple of, um, you know, acting <laughs> groups on Facebook or online and say, Hey guys, I want to do this film. You know, tell them about you know where you aim, where it aims to go. Because you know, obviously, you know, at this level, not a lot of us have budgets to pay for actors. So you know, I'm going to submit festivals. I'll give you an IMDb credit, and you, you will get a response. People will, you get a lot of people who are interested in your film. So yeah, so don't let I don't know how to write a, a whole script hold you back. Um, have an idea, have a concept, and then you know, build on that. Um, I also would advise. Uh, you know, if you're not used to writing, um, I, I certainly wasn't, write what you know. So if people are a place of truth, people are more likely to connect from it. So that's, you know, if you already know about a particular issue or experience or whatever, then you're already going to have stuff like, you know, just start putting, you know, your fingers to the, to, the, to the laptop because I know things will come up. You know, you'll be able to write if you know, if you've got a place of truth and experience that you're writing from. So, yeah, and I promise you there will only be, you know, too many people out there knocking on your door wanting to be in, in your film if you just sort of put the call out. Pizza also helps. Yes, pizza <laughs> helps. Oh, yes, always offer to feed your actors because if they're, like, stuck in a location where there's not a shop nearby or they're at someone's home or whatever, yeah, definitely have food on standby to give them. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Yeah, yeah if you're going to be a producer, one of the first rules uh, that you need to know is you got to feed your crew and your actors. Absolutely, absolutely. Speaking of crew and actors, were any of the actors or any of the crew uh, sort of filling in for each other type thing or...? Yeah, so I mean, we I put them all to work. If an actor wasn't in that particular scene, they were holding up a lamp or something, or they were, you know, slating the the scene. You know, I, I used a, a clapper for all of my scenes because that, it certainly helped a lot when it came to editing. Or they were writing down, you know, they had a list of, um, you know, all of the scenes we were doing, and I said, you know, put an asterisk next to that or put a tick to that if that scene was particularly good. So I knew that to, to that for for that when I was in the the editing room. So, yeah, I mean, they were, um, they were all certainly, everyone was doing everything. It was very much a collaborative, a collaborative effort. And then of course, you know, um, basically why don't you give our listeners a little bit of a synopsis of the, of the film? Yeah, sure. Okay. So it's like, uh, like, uh, three vignettes, um, a, a day in the, in the life of an actor. So, what we sort of go through on a day-to-day basis, like if you're sort of at the, the level of being a, a working actor, not a big star or celebrity who doesn't have to audition for films, but like <laughs> we know how we have to go about getting in an agent that's sort of daunting in and of itself, um, attending a, a, an interview, so and then um, and going, of course, is a big part of what we do, and then 
Oh, and then this, you're finding out you can keep going back to the same audition house over and over again. And then, you know, you read about some guy who was discovered on a beach, never acted before, and he's the one who gets the TV gig and stuff like that. So it just sort of was like a love letter to actors about sort of how hard it is to, to you know, keep getting up and doing the same thing again. And, and yeah, and as I said, there's a lot of comedy in that because it is where people are allowed to, you know, say things that they wouldn't be allowed to say in other industries, like tell you that you're too old for this role or too, you know, not thin enough or not pretty enough or whatever or, you know, they're, they're you know, it's um, you've got to obviously try and see the funny side of that if you can, if you can be able to keep going with it. So, yeah, it was basically just a day from a few different perspectives. Um, so, uh, so now that you've got, now that our listeners have an idea of at least what the film was about and that it yeah. was comedy, um, what would you, you know, of course, uh, when you had the idea for this, for this movie, it, it was a little personal for you, right? Yes, definitely. So, um, so aside from that, I mean, that's where you can sometimes get your stories from your from your own experiences mm-hmm. um, and they don't have to be completely your own experience. You can elaborate. No, not at all. It's the uh, basis of Yeah, just get creative and, and use your imagination. Uh, but then you obviously spent a million dollars on film gear, right, for filmmaking? <laughs> <laughs> if by film gear you mean I brought some lamps from the house I was house-sitting at and we wrapped baking paper around it with, um, you know, band and held that up <laughs> yeah explain stuff like that to us a little bit that's so cool that was very very uh, just about as indian budget as you can get um uh, what did i spend money on so um the phone wasn't even mine i didn't have an iphone 7 at the time i borrowed my friend's phone i bought a, a plug-in mic to, to go in it that's sort of the most money i spent because obviously i wanted you know decent quality. so we had one plug-in lapel mic that we just sort of shared amongst the actors or sometimes if it was two people talking across a table we just sat the mic in the middle of the table yes lights was improvised we used the lights within the house we experimented with you know blinds open blinds closed to get the best kind of light and as I said we we had we had lamps that we got the other people to to hold up and then okay and then you had a studio right to film it (laughs) no we had someone's home (laughs) and it was happened to be the kind of home where you could actually make a couple of different, you know, make it look like it was a couple of different locations, even if it wasn't. No. So we shot it against the wall of someone's home. And then for the other scene, we shot it in the kitchen. And then for the audition scene, we shot it against a different wall. And that was, yeah. And so, yeah, you definitely, you don't need a studio. You don't need to hire out, you know, or buy expensive, um, you know, lights or, you know, you know, speakers or anything like that um yeah there's um there's things that you can do uh, that um are, are very cheap or or you know cost nothing and, and we certainly did that and, and still managed to produce a you know a decent film so yeah don't let um don't let um money hold you back at all that's one of the one of them and there's many one of the great aspects of being a smartphone filmmaker is that yeah it's it's democratized the process you don't need to have uh, big budgets or even medium-sized budgets in order to make a film. Just, um, yeah, improvise and work with what you have. Yeah, and it's really easy to plan it because for for our listeners, all you have to do is this. You go to somebody's house or your house or the room or whatever, and you put somebody in a chair or wherever, wherever the setting is going to be, and then you pull up your phone and you look through 
you know, you, you open the camera and you're, you know, set it on video because it frames it a little different when it's photo and video. And then you look through it. You don't even have to push record and just look through it. And whatever you're seeing there, that when you push record, that's what it's going to be like. So you can even, that's right. you yeah. know, yeah, you can plan it just, just like that. Not even the day of, you know, of, no. yeah, of exactly. your production. Um, we did. <laughs> yeah. And did you happen to use, you used a tripod though, right? Oh, I did. So I used, yes, a camera tripod because at this stage I didn't even know about gimbals and this, that and the other and there are actually equipment out there that you can hold an iPhone in to stabilize it and I, I had no idea. So we had a camera tripod and for the scenes where it was just stationary and we were just filming, you know, someone talking at a desk, right. we taped the iPhone to the camera tripod. So again, it was just, it was a big like, improvisation. So that's how we got the, you know, the, the kind of stability that, that we needed. So yeah. People again, don't see that end. People don't uh, see that end. They say from that end. So yeah. 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 So again, it was like, it was very much, it was just improvised with, with what you have. <laughs> I just, you know, I really, I love what you're telling me because, you know, there's so many different ways of, filmmaking with with a smartphone um mm-hmm. and the main thing is that you have a good story that you have obviously you have to be patient and have yeah. a great sense of humor um mm-hmm. what are some examples of having to be patient that you had to you know without planning it obviously yeah <laughs> yeah definitely okay so um in ours we were using um technology like for um some of our uh, what I mean is like we're actually using um, laptops in, uh, in, in, in and things like that and, you know, it's just things like batteries running out <laughs> and batteries running out on the phone and, you know, and having to have charges nearby and, and, and be ready and things like that. So that's just from a technological standpoint. So the, the, you do need to have, be, have patience that, you know, that uh, things won't always work right when you need them to. It's also with – and if you – so I shot mine with, you know – with actors, which are a bunch of people, uh, lots of people make all different kinds of films and they don't have a traditional script and actors. Mm-hmm. So even, you know, when you're working with professional actors, they're, um, they're like an unknown entity. You never know quite what they're going to say or how they're going to respond. They don't necessarily, you know, deliver the scene in the way you imagined. And so it's, it's having to be patient with them and sort of explain to you, to them what you want and your vision and, uh, you know, allowing them to take that on board. And also just, you know, it's something to be wary of because, people everybody's got deadlines and other things to do and other things to go to so you know I I I was very much you know aware of the fact that I only had so and so for two hours or or things like that so you've got to be patient with that and then on top of that there's things that is completely out of your control like the sun shifting (laughs) oh wait a second my scene is not as well lit as it was before you know continuity or a motorcycle just roared past side and now you know outside now we've got that in the background we've got to shoot that again so you know, there's shadows in this scene that wasn't there before. So, yeah, I definitely advise when you're shooting, even if you're only shooting a short film in one day, always allow longer than you think it's it's going to things inevitably come up and there's just not a lot you can do about them. Yeah, so environmental things, yeah, we'll call it that, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And, and that's 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 a fact in, the, in all films, uh, you know. Absolutely. The, the guy blowing the, you know, using a skill saw across the street or deciding yep. to... Yep. Do the landscaping and use the what is whatever the the leaf blower and people have walked by the house and they're laughing and talking really loudly like it's just 
Oh, great. That scene was perfect. Sorry, guys. Gotta do it again. Yeah, You're like, yeah. excuse me, we're shooting a comedy here. Stop yeah, laughing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, allowing for, for, for things to go wrong or for the, the scene having to be done, you know, obviously multiple times. Yeah, so that's sort of where you need patience. Yeah, it def- it def- you definitely have to plan for the time, but you also have to plan just to be patient. And, um, you know, you mentioned something here. Um, you you're you come from the acting world, so you're um, you were directing this film. Yes. And uh, this was probably was it your first experience directing? Definitely directing film. Uh, years back, I directed theater which obviously is a very different medium to film. So, yes, not only my first experience writing film, but directing film and directing actors in film. Yes, definitely. It, was there a big difference between directing actors, uh, you know, on film as opposed to on a stage? Outside of yeah. the differences in stage definitely. left and stage right, you know? It's a lot more technical. It's all about framing and lighting and this, that and the other, whereas I think with with theatre acting, you've got a little bit more sort of leeway to, you know, it's more about characterization, I guess. Obviously, characterization still comes into it in, in filmmaking, but it's it's all about, you know, lining up and the lighting and the sound and just a whole lot of other things that, that come into it. So, so, yeah, and right down to, you know, we found that, you know, having the actors wearing sort of pale clothes, you know, I, I realised that that's, that's just going to blend into the pale wall. So I was like, okay, wait a minute, we need to get you something more colourful. You know, just, yeah, th- things like that that I, I learned along with. With iPhone filmmaking, I, I do, you know, I did learn that, especially when you're shooting indoors, you need a lot of light. You need a lot of light or it starts to go grainy. So it was like learning, you know, about all of all of those things that you definitely don't have in in theatre but in terms of the way you communicate with actors like trying to communicate your vision to them and be respectful and you know rather than demonstrate to them what to do sort of like explaining you know what you want to get out of that scene and then letting them take that on board that's the same as as theatre. Yeah because when you're working with them in theatre that's a whole different ball game you have to do the whole thing at once perfect um and yes. in acting in for the camera it's like they're just getting ready for for that you know they're getting emotional not that your film was you know a drama or something but it's yeah. it's that same concept they're getting emotional okay cut okay can we get another angle now and can you continue yeah, exactly. that <laughs> yeah uh... <laughs> they've got just a couple of minutes to sort of recalibrate and yeah get back into that emotional space yeah which also brings me to the thing that if you do um, iPhone filmmaking, there's this personalization because your your camera is closer to your subjects, yeah. Um, yeah. and it's more of a personal thing um, that you can provoke in somebody with a smartphone. I'm not sure I'm able to uh, say this properly, but you can evoke emotions in a in a different way, um, more personally than you can with a big camera. With professional actors. Um, it's, it's, you know, they, they can work around that, but yeah. actors that are not super experienced, you know, and, you know, Academy Award winners or something, mm-hmm. that's a little, that's a little harder to pull off in front of a big camera than it is maybe with the phone where you can almost tune it out. Right. I definitely think I feel making is more intimate. Yes. For the actors. I think that's sort of, yeah, what we're sort of trying to get across yeah it's, it's it's smaller it's closer it's 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 definitely 
you know, less iPhone filmmaking is less obtrusive. You don't have a lot of big, as you say, cameras or equipment or, or whatever. So definitely think that's an advantage of, of, of the medium. Yeah, and less people around fiddling with stuff while you're trying to do your big, you know, your big moment, right? <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Now, are you planning, because you're an actor, are you planning on um, on being in front of the camera maybe to, because I, I give that advice to people all the time, if you mm -hmm. can uh, find someone else to direct or, you know, direct and act at the same time, which is tough, you know, but still. It is, yeah, I do plan to, yeah. Um, I, I did kind of initially say after this film that I would put myself in my next film so I could, like, you know, obviously not only promote my filmmaking but promote my acting. But then I've, I've you know, come up with an idea for my for my next film that uh, requires a, a somewhat of a different demographic than me in the role. So, I've, yeah, I've kind of, like in that sense, sort of shot myself in the foot because the idea that I want to make, it, it's, it's really not – it's really not best suited for me to be in that role. So – but I, de I definitely will do it. Yeah, I think that's, you know, if you can, we all know how hard it is to, to get acting gigs and to promote ourselves as actors. So if we have this other where we can make films, it certainly makes sense to, to put our, ourselves in it. Yes, I think that's, that's definitely something we should be doing. Yeah, the other thing, you know, you're so tight with the producer, I think you might just get the part if you audition. <laughs> that's it, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely an advantage and it's it's one of the the best things, you know, if you're acting and doing all these auditions and 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 some people will will take parts just to get, you know, the experience, you know what Absolutely. I mean? That I they did. don't even yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah, that's what you have to do. Like I did a lot of student you know, you know, uh, when I when I started out. So if you you know, they're learning, you're learning, so you all learn together and hopefully you get something you know, decent out of it and some of the footage that the both of you can use. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, it's like experience. Like when you're, mm. you know, working in the film industry, a lot of times you do a lot of free work for student films and um, and independent films where you're willing to just volunteer um, yes. and, you know, show that you can do it so that maybe next time you can get paid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I have... Um, a couple of questions. I, I do want to share with our viewers that because you won third place and because your film was nominated and accepted uh, to the Global Mobile Film Awards. Yes, um, very exciting. Yeah, that's going to happen in December of mm. this year. So I want viewers to stay in touch with you and follow you because uh, when the announcements come, I'm sure you'll be you'll share them on on social media so they can definitely. <laughs> yeah, be a part of that and root you on. Um, uh, it was it was a lot of fun meeting you at at the at the film festival and oh, it was a great experience for me. Yeah, and meeting um, and and you know, although I couldn't be with you guys the entire time, you don't know how bad I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just really I was every time I tried to pull away from you know things that were going on, I was like, I want to go 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 hang out with the filmmakers, you know, and I didn't get to do that as much as I wanted to. Um, but, uh, I could see, I was almost jealous, Narelle. I mean, I could see the, the connection and the, you know, care, um, how do you say it? camaraderie, uh, between the filmmakers. Yeah. You were yeah. all yeah. supportive of each other, rooting for each other, joking with each other. I mean, it was almost like you guys were a family. 
like a tribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, especially you and Brian, you know, that you had something yeah. going on that I didn't realize until later on. We had a podcast that, you know, for listeners, we did a podcast at the end, you know, after the award ceremony and everything. And then I, I became aware there was a little teasing between you guys. Why don't you talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So obviously I made my phone on an iPhone seven and I'm very much an, an Apple girl and Brian who uh, won first place and is also Australian and is a great guy. He's very, uh, yeah, sort of uh, Samsung, you know, Android oriented, but you know, to the point where he just like, you know, <laughs> totally, totally just, you know, <laughs> give a lot of uh, crap to, uh, to iPhone, iPhone users. So yeah, we, we discovered that, which was, was pretty funny. Because obviously there was a lot of a lot of uh, ribbing going on there because, you know, he was like, well, I won first place with this. And I was like, your second film. I got an award with my first film and so <laughs> forth and so on. And yeah, obviously when we were all being serious about it and talking about it at the Roundtable podcast with all the other filmmakers, we all agreed that, you know, there were certain pros and cons that, that both, you know, uh, both – you know, types of phones had and really the right type of phone to make a smartphone on is just the one that you've got. That's it. There's not, you know, both of them of it. Both of them have different strengths and, and, and whatever. It's just, it's I, what just, I was laughing because you said, you know, when you said in really the, the, the best type of phone that you can use, I just thought for some second, if Brian was here, you were going to say it's definitely an Apple. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he would have gone, you know, yeah, if you haven't got a Samsung, get a hold of one. Yeah, so that was, yeah, that was a little rivalry we had. But yeah, honestly, I, you know, before going into the International Mobile Film Festival, I didn't know any other um, smartphone filmmakers at all. Obviously, I knew that they were out there. I'd maybe come across them on social media or whatever, but that was sort of my first experience meeting them. And to have a couple of them come from Australia was was great so now we're all just you know connected and we all really can follow each other and you know support them as they go on to other festivals and that it's yeah it's it's really encouraging like um you know um our festival our films uh, when I say our I mean three of the Australian attending filmmakers at your film festival myself yeah. uh, Ryan and Jason we all got on into the Toronto smartphone film festival and um, I, I couldn't go over there and um I think Jason was at Zurich or something so uh but, you know, Brian went and so he, I was able to, you know, to message him and go, how's it going? What's it like? You know, tell me about it. And it's very lucky in that respect because he was able to, you know, take photos there and share I them with me. I saw that. Take, that was awesome. Up on the big screen in a cinema in Toronto. That's something I would never have had access to if I hadn't hadn't met him. So that was certainly in that respect from a networking point of view was very valuable. Yeah. I, I you know, I've always been aware and I've had people way back. Uh, I think it was like way back. You know, it just feels like everything is time flies. Right. So it just feels yeah, like sure. so long ago in a way. Um, but, you know, I think it was like 2014, 2015, where people were saying, you know, Susie, you're not me per se, but this is building such a community you know uh, mm. around the world you yeah. know that from the people and for me I'm 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 quite social in the way that I like to stay in touch with people and go back to people um that I've met in the past I'll even you know like remember uh we were talking to Prakash Gandhi <laughs> yep, Gandhi yeah. 
Um, yeah. And uh, he had said, you know, he he his sense of humor is is awesome too. And he he was saying, you know, uh, he was joking around about, well, you know, just wait till next year I'm going to win and you know and all that as well but the thing is he has been in our film festival you know I think almost every single film festival he submitted a film yeah Um, that's amazing yeah (laughs) part of your film festival family yeah and he was here in 2015 as well in San Diego so it was really really awesome for me you know I almost felt like oh mom <laughs> yeah mom. well it's also it's a real testament to the you know the the festival that you've created that um he keeps coming back I mean he's not from San Diego I don't think is he no he's from Austin in Texas there you go so he keeps flying interstate every year to attend your your film festival so that's a that's a good testament to that so yeah yeah definitely it yeah. is like a an online you know and sometimes in-person community out there which is also beneficial from a filmmaking point of view because you can get tips and advice. And, you know, for, for me, as I said, I'm only learning just now about all the equipment and things out there and apps and specifically for smartphone filmmaking. And, I, you know, some of that I've, I've learned from, from them, from the other filmmakers I've, I've So, yeah, it's good from a, from a social standpoint to have them in your life and it's also good from a, you know, sort of business and technical standpoint. Yeah, and to see that now, now just to clear up, Prakash was here in 2015. He submitted to the other film festivals after that, and then he came back this year. So yeah. he wasn't flying back here every single year, but he does plan on coming again this next year. And came I, back. yeah, and I think that what is happening too is that this is, um, you know, this is growing, right? Mm-hmm. So there mm-hmm. are people who are you know believe it or not this is still a a, you know I don't mean this is a small thing as in in, you know but what I'm saying is in the world of the industry in general this is still an infant right oh very much we're still fledgling definitely yeah yeah so we have our own uh in the community there are people there are thousands of people now making films with their phones but there are some that stick out like a sore thumb right because yes. <laughs> and but I think the reason for that is not because of necessarily their films, you know, because oh your film is better than mine or anything like that. And what I think it is, it's because the the connection that you make when you meet each other at a film festival carries on you know, on yeah. social media. And so you become sort of social media personas, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. And um, and that's all to a testament for our listeners that when when you're going to submit your films, which is going to be coming up here um, very soon, uh, that a couple of days now. Um, what? Wow, is it that time already? That's I know. Incredible. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I, I do open them. You know, at first I would I would open the you know the call for films. I would open them up, um, you know, just a couple of months before, a few weeks before, you know. Is that what you did in the past? Yeah. And then I decided, you know what, because I would, (laughs) you're not going to believe this. I had at least nine people email me um, and ask me, when, are you open? How can I send my film? Are you open? And and literally, literally the (laughs) next day, you know, that Monday, I got the first email from somebody 
asking. The Monday after the film festival. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> the Monday after. Wow. I wow, still had guys. I still had gear in my living room and stuff, you know, <laughs> and I was like, hold on, guys, yeah. you know. And I need a break. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's well, yeah, what what's that? A break? Yeah, I was gonna say you wouldn't know that. I know. <laughs> Uh, but it, it, it's not yeah. even just that. It's like it takes some preparing, you know, and yeah. and I have to, you know, it, it's not just like, oh, I just press a button and poof, everything just comes up on, you know, film freeway is loaded and everything is ready, to, ready go. to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does take some work with all the other stuff that I that I do. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so it, it you know, it's going to open up here in a couple of days on the 19th of June. Um, and uh, when, when we do that and you submit a film, keep it in mind that you'll probably want to come, you know, uh, yeah. start yeah. a Kickstarter so campaign. So that it is. Can... Yeah. <laughs> is, is it always that last weekend in April that you do it, Susie? Yeah. Every single so, Okay. Time. Well, there you go. It's the same time every year, fellas. So everyone out there. <laughs> <laughs> Next yeah, goal, that's next. that's one of the things that I'm trying to be consistent in that because that way it makes it easier for, you know, if I open the calls on, on June 19th every year now, I think this mm-hmm. is the third time I'm doing that, and close them at the same time. And then we have the film festival at the same time. It creates, uh, you know, kind of like, I don't know, a, a show on TV that's been going on for years. You know, it's like what day of the week is that show? Everybody knows it's on Tuesday night, say, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. And on what channel, you know, it's like, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, I don't want people to always have to come to the website and see, when is it this year? You know? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. That makes sense. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to make it a little easier for people, you know, like shooting a movie on their phone, make it easy. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. Simplify. That's what we do. We're simplifying. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, um, let me see. I'm trying to remember, uh, some of the things I do actually, uh, because we stay in touch in social media as well. Uh, what is, do you have a Twitter or a, or a Facebook that people can follow you? Uh, I don't, I should do that. Yeah. I might just open like a, a Facebook public page for me or something. I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to get my head around the idea that someone would want to follow me and what I'm doing, which is why I think I haven't done anything yet. But, uh, if I, if I do, I, I would certainly, yeah, let you know and you can share that with your listeners or whoever you like. <laughs> but you do have an IMDb that people can visit though, right? Because I definitely can... do. I that's am on not... IMDb. Yeah, that's All my not... work is on that. Yeah, that's not something we can just go, oh, just go here on IMDb. That's like a serial number uh, for that URL. So we'll have to add that link. <laughs> um, but there is something else that I've noticed on your social media I wanted you to talk about. I think it's really interesting is you're, you just launched something new, didn't you? Yes, so um, I've launched my first small business. Uh, Congratulations. Three of my colleagues and friends, and actually two of them were in the actor, were in the film that I made. So, um, yeah, we're all very closely entwined. So, yeah, it's called um, Role Play for Solutions. So our most recent background, uh, what we sort of do for our, you know, day-to-day work is is role play. So it's used as a tool in a in recruitment, um, training, things like that. So it, it can be, you know, uh, if somebody needs to, you know, go for a job and part of that job is they have to attend an assessment center, which might be like a written and a group activity and an interview, another thing they may have to go through is a role play. 
So we come in as an actor and we have a brief and we pretend to be whatever the position requires. If it's, it's a job with, you know, say uh, the trains, you know, we might come in as a lost customer or an aggressive customer or, you know, uh, something like that. And then the candidate going for the job is assessed by an occupational psychologist on their, you know, their communication, their conflict resolution skills, that sort of thing. So, yeah, role plays are, are, are becoming more widely used and not just in the sector. I role play with med students, first year med students to help them teach how to sorry, to help teach them how to empathically deal with patients. You know, they've all got to do things like deliver bad news or explain technical medical procedures. I've done role plays with um, financial companies, you know, financial advisors pretending to, you know, come in and, oh, I'm, you know, preparing for retirement, you know, stuff like that. So it's used in a lot of different areas. So we've got our own company now. And, um, yeah, so we're hoping to just be able to, yeah, get our, our build up our, our client list and, what I like about it is because um, it combines uh, and performance, and I have a background in both. So I'm an actor, and I also have a, a degree in psychology. So I'm, I'm finally <laughs> wow. in my using both. <laughs> so, so yeah, <laughs> exciting. It's, at the moment, obviously, it's just a lot of work to try and get the word out there and, and uh, attract the uh, you know the right the right people to the company. But yes, role play for solutions. Thank <laughs> that's, well, no, that's that's pretty awesome because you're using your your acting skills and your creative and imagination uh, yeah. to help people with with their with their jobs, basically. Yeah, exactly. It's all about improving workplace experience. You know, with sort of the research shows that things like job interviews and resumes can be, you know, not necessarily reliable on their own as an indicator of how that person will perform in that job, but um. If, you know, you put them in a role play and, and you know, it gives them a, a chance to show how they were performing that job, that, that's found to be quite a good and strong indicator. And also for people who are already in jobs, it's just a safe way of, you know, um, honing a skill or learning a new skill in, an, in a learning environment. Like if they mess up with us, you know, we're, we're actors, you know, doesn't it? So, um, yeah, so it's, um, it can be very valuable in a number of ways. Yeah, I used to, um, I used to do, I used to get... I used to get offered jobs and sales a lot. And one of the things that I remember really a lot is that we, I think it was like once a week, uh, we would, you know, early in the morning, we would have these role play things, you know, um, as the salesperson, you know, pitching, you know, some random stranger. And of course, I always (laughs) had to turn them into an improvisational comedy. (laughs) <laughs> of course you do well if you're going to do something like that if you have to do something like that you may as well enjoy it I yeah well yeah and I actually was using that on the street basically when I was selling where I used comedy to make people feel comfortable and that actually did end up earning me a lot of sales that way there you go. There we go. Very good. Well yeah. done. It's actually the best way to approach people that you don't know is to, you know, as long as you're not vulgar, <laughs> you know. Uh, but if you're if you're if you're willing to use a good sense of humor, you know, with things, most people are pretty open to it, and then they feel humor is a great thing, you know. Uh, like I said, with your with your film, uh, you know, the comedy in your film, it reflects a lot on you as a mm-hmm. person, um, and made everybody, you know, you were, you were one of the, one of the stars of the, of, 
the film festival. You know? <laughs> they assumed I was likable because I made a funny film. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. and like, you. So, yeah. And they were right. You are. You are very likable. You had a great, um, uh, a great presence and everything. And um, uh, on the, you know, the red carpet when we were looking at through the photos, (laughs) there was there was a few there with with Prakash actually because he was making fun of like the, uh, you know, oh she won and I didn't win. Yeah, that was his like. Let's take a photo where I look like I'm jealous of trophy. I went all right. What you want? And actually. (laughs) to be a really good photo I'm surprised yeah yeah very, uh, yeah like, he know, also acts now yeah oh good yeah. yeah so he's um you know that's one of the things you know just just catching up with him here and there that you know I was like oh I thought all you did was just shoot stuff because he's really into the gear you know yes he's um, very much about it he's like I, you know I want to use a drill I want to use that what do they call those things that fly in the air I can't think of the words you know what drones? I mean Yes, the drones. Yes, (laughs) he wants to use drones and he wants to use this, that and the other. Yeah. Yeah, he came to our uh, 2015 film festival with with a gimbal and he was running around with it, you know, just showing people, oh, look how smooth it comes out, even though I'm just like on my feet, literally (laughs) running, (laughs) shooting stuff. Um, But yeah, but there, you know, the, again, you have to... You know, you got to I mean, to me, it doesn't make a lot of sense to spend, you know, thousands of dollars on gear to no. use your phone to shoot a film because, you know, it just even though I do see the the thing that will, you know, like if if you walk into a room and you ask people how many people here have a camera, nobody raises their hands and you, you have to remind them, yes, you all have a camera Dude. right now. And it's a pretty good one too. So yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you just and it's not necessary to spend thousands of dollars to to make a good film on your on your you know on your smartphone. I mean, I've I've shown that. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Well, you just yeah. need to be creative. You need a imagination, and you need a good story, and then you have to think on your feet and be patient, right? That's it. All of those things. All of those things <laughs> will, will will take you a lot further than you know necessarily having dollars worth of equipment. So do you mind if we play a little game real quick? Sure. Okay. Oh, you do mind? No, I'm just kidding. No, I don't mind. As in, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'd like for you to, I, I, I know that, um, uh, well, before we, before we do that, I do want to give you an opportunity, but I thought, do you read books or do you uh, watch movies? I definitely watch more movies than I read books. Yeah, that's the going thing. I think I've been reading lately about how many of us actually... It's because, you know what? We spend so much time reading online now. Mm, yeah, you know, you don't yeah, need the laptop and the computer and the social media after reading books and then clicking on links, you know, with reading articles and then go, oh, I think I'll pick up a book now. Mm. <laughs> it's a hard thing to do. Um, mm. So um, how about that you name um, in 20 seconds... Your favorite films from all time, you know, like you're 100 uh-huh. years old or something. But, you know, you, just your favorite films. Or maybe maybe because your film was a comedy, we can make this really hard and just say all the comedies. No, oh, thanks, Susie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have to. It's up to you. <laughs> okay. I'll have of all time. Wow. All right. Uh, I'll give okay. it a shot. Tell all me right. when we start. So ready, 
set and go. Okay, I'm going to go Ghostbusters, uh, Ocean's 8, with all the girls that I just saw at the moment. Uh, I really like Drop Dead Fred as a kid. That was funny. Um, oh, comedy, comedy, comedy. Uh, this is so hard. How about comedy drama? A Few Good Men. <laughs> that was legal. <laughs> I'll bet you're glad that's over. <laughs> um, you got <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, what was that one? Drop Dead Fred? Fred, yeah, with Rick Mail. That was, I, I just, I feel I couldn't breathe the first time I saw that as a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> there are so, there's so many movies. You know, I do these games with people and I'm going, God, I would be horrible at this. I don't know why I put people through this. Um, because oh, gosh, for me, it's really hard for me to think of. Even songs, as soon as somebody says, what are your favorite songs? Or name so many songs. I'm like, the same. Yeah. And then suddenly none come to mind. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm it's sure like, there's plenty, but I can't think of them at this way moment. Way to yeah. wipe out a, the canvas and all of a sudden it's a blank, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, why don't you name the actors, though, in your film? They were they were all awesome. Yeah. Love to do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so um, I'll, I'll name all my, my, my cast and crew because my crew is basically me and one other person. So I'll just name all of us. <laughs> so, yeah, shout out and thanks to uh, Celia Kelly, Deborah Jones, Nathaniel Skocek, Hayley Higgins, Mark Grant, um, David Cummins. Yeah, all those people helped put that, that together in, in many different ways. They were all cast and all crew, really. My dad, Bruce, um, really helpful for me with the editing because I also edited this film on my own, which I'm also self-taught at. So he was helping me out with that too. Yeah, um, yeah, thank you. And then very much to the, you know, the International Mobile Film Festival. Uh, yeah, my, my first and only award I've ever won was with you guys. That was a great thrill being there for that in San Diego. Susie took care of us all very well. All the filmmakers were, you know, asked to contribute and, you know, asked to give their point of view and, and treated like we're all VIPs. So I... Everybody, get your smartphones together, make a film, submit, do it. It's worth it. What are you waiting for? You have nothing to lose. Go for it. Wow. <laughs> uh, that's a lot. But first of all, <laughs> wait, your dad helped you edit? How did your dad help you edit? Well, I was having trouble with the um, lining up the footage and the music because I was actually in two different programs for that, so that was tricky. So in the way that he helped me edit was basically just like, getting the exact point, like, you know, he's good with numbers and figures and trying to work out what, you know, a, you know, point, you know, 3.67 this is happening at and, and just, just lining it up. That That's what he helped me with. I was, like, really struggling with that, not actually being able to see the footage whilst I was editing the music. Oh. But, yeah, the other editing I did myself, but he was sort of, he was more helpful with me, yeah, getting it to the exact point exactly where I wanted it to fade out. Now, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, was, yeah. today is Father's Day here in, in the U.S. It is, in America, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so happy Father's Day to your dad. <laughs> thank you, I'll let him know. <laughs> and tell him I said thank you for helping you with the timing on the on the music and everything, too. <laughs> I will, I will. I'll pass that on, yeah. Not that he doesn't, he doesn't have any background in that either. He's just a mad scientist who has a head for those kind of things. So wow. that's why I knew he'd be helpful. He's very... Very, yeah, technical-oriented. <laughs> Mathematical. I'm horrible. That's, like, my worst. Yeah, he was a pilot. So, yeah, no, I didn't get any of that. I wish I got. If I had my creativity and, you know, sort of right brain or left brain or whatever it is, I'd be unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, but it's it. hard to find people who are smack in the middle of that, like, oh, I'm really good at this and that, you know? 
have one or the other. So, yeah, yeah, although I, I will tell you technically because you, you were editing also, you know, this is one industry film which does combine the art with the science, you know. It does. It really does. That's very true. Yeah. And, and you're a psychologist basically, right? So you know the, the, the mind tricks that you have to learn. That's also a science. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I didn't realize that when I signed up for it. <laughs> yeah, psychology is actually a behavioral science. I thought it was like, about how people act and their emotions and all of that and what makes them behave the way they do. But there were a lot of, it's all about, you know, conducting experiments and statistics. So, yes, psychology is very much a science. Also. Yeah, because when you're editing a film and you do a specific, like a, a transition, for example, um, you're looking at the different transitions that you can use. And, you know, for example, yes. that if you put... Uh, a white fade out and fade in um, and let it hang just one extra second, just one extra second. People, when they come back, you know, from that, as they're watching a film, they imagine that they're either in another dimension, they just slipped into yep. a dream, you know, and it's or a such, different time period. Yes, yeah. yeah. Or, or they died and they're in heaven. You know, it's just so um, subtle. And, changes the whole scene, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm really interested in 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 your future as a filmmaker as well as you know an actor. <laughs> it's yeah, definitely you've you've got a lot of potential, and I mean you know at the same time it's like well, so where do you go from here, Norel? You're like well, nominated yeah. <laughs> for GMFA and uh, you won third prize, and like gosh, you no, know, not gonna lie, that's. I, I suffice to say I never expected my first film to do that well but uh, the way I've sort of decided to deal with that is I'm going to make something very different for my second film so much so that people can't possibly compare it to the first film even if they tried so that's my goal that's awesome I love it well I don't want to keep you um too long you've got you know the rest of your day ahead of you sure yeah, um, but is there anything else that you want to shoot out to people, uh, you know, our listeners? Uh, just to pick up their phone and try, honestly, whatever's holding you back. It, it, when it comes to smart film filmmaking, I, I promise it doesn't matter. You know, you have nothing to lose. Even if you make something and you don't like it or it doesn't work out, then make something. Really, how much time or money have you actually invested into making a smartphone on a on a, making a short film on a smartphone, not a lot, not compared to like big budget films or, you know, television or anything like that. So yeah, just, just start filming. And if you need crew or you need actors, put the call out there and the right people will come to you. They, they will come to you because people want to participate in things like that and they want the experience. So yeah, just um, that idea, that issue, whatever it is that's burning inside of you that you, that you want to say that story you want to tell, write it down and then make the film. Good luck. Awesome. Thank you. You're very inspirational, by the way. Thank you so much. Thanks, Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>